0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Lee. You know what it is. It's Friday, so it's time to do this thing again. I'm on the road. I'm in my black, but it's not a sad occasion. It's another celebration for us because, you know, we bring you nothing but that hot fire east and every time. But before we can do that, Brandon, let's get on. I got to bring my man in the plan. What that boy, the Leroy, at, man?
1: Wow. Hey, look, you can see me. I'm live and direct, NHD, 3D, 4K, all that. But look, this is dude over Lee Roy. Don't say the Lee Roy without the Junior. And look, every Friday, you know what I'm saying? This is how we do We bring y'all the live exclusive interviews, and today we got a fire one. This is a former UConn quarterback, David Pender. But before we get started, I gotta definitely ask, what's up with the lights, man? Why I can't see you.
0: Man, you know your boy, I got a multitask, but I ain't gonna miss this for nothing. So I'm always gonna make my, you know, make sure I'm available. So while the light low, man, I'm in the car, but the show don't stop.
1: Just like that. So look, we're gonna get this thing started. We gonna, you know. We're going to give him a nice introduction like we do. You know, we're going to let y'all know who this
0: who David Pindell is. You're
1: David Pindell, 6'4", under I 95 in his right second year. Time. Columbia, Maryland began his career at Lackawanna World Community College. Yeah, I called him Mr. Offense. Because he did pretty much everything. He ran. He was all just the UConn Offense. Go, Jets will talk about just going to have fun. And that's what Pindale does. He's going to go out there and make plays. You're going to play. Yeah. That's
0: what Pindale
1: is. He's a Hurry guy that you. just can make magic happen.
2: happen.
1: Pindell takes I off. My first down
2: on the one board. David Pindale on torch midfield. All the play picks. Pindale
1: over the top. On the top. Bunch him, draw, first down. He'll take off again, finds a running for gets inside
2: the 5, and he takes it in for a touchdown. For two on the road, it's prime time for an after old three start to the year, looking for a fourth straight, Their biggest. are big throw Big down.
1: What
0: I want to get out, out of the shit, get out of this out of this shit, out of get get out of the of
2: of get
1: That ball is true. Go on, Oh, just like that, yeah. Get That's, get that ball. Ball.
2: That's Beals in motion. Mendel keeps it himself, fouling Beals. He's over a hundred. He's in the end
0: zone. Just the truth.
1: Ready. Hey, I think this is like the coolest stadium right
0: here.
1: Yes, sir. a
2: from Alabama. Once I talk about anymore, take
1: Gets into the look, look, you know what I'm saying? This is enough for this. You know what I'm saying? I know everyone just, you know, this, this guy is like watching a good movie. But with no further delay, we're going to bring in the man. You know what I'm saying? David Pendell. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> Let's wrap it up, right? Hey, look, we got uh, David Pendell hanging out with us, a uh, former UConn quarterback. So, hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Oh man, bless, bless, bless. Appreciate you, appreciate you. Where you uh,
0: at?
1: here. Oh man, no problem. That's what we do every Friday, sports talk <laughs> with friends. Man, it's all we interview, nothing but the winners. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. But where you, uh, where you hanging out with us from
2: right now? I'm in Columbia, Maryland. Um, this is where I pretty much call home, born and raised. So, okay, I'm on the East Coast, eight o'clock over here okay 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 so man
1: you know hey i'm no foreign to maryland like uh you know it's a lot of stuff going on out there in the streets out there maryland man so uh <laughs> it is a lot, a lot. <laughs> so definitely shout out to you brother for actually uh you know what i'm saying making it out of there so uh you know what part of maryland you from
2: i'm from columbia maryland so it's probably about 20 25 minutes right outside of baltimore and okay uh, 30 40 minutes from DC, so like we in the like in the middle, literally like the pinpoint center of Maryland. So between both cities,
1: so. nice, nice. All right, so uh, you, you being from Maryland, before we get started, definitely gotta ask, uh, you know, what's the what's what, you know, what's the going food out there? What you eat out there? I'm, I'm,
2: I'm different, I'm, I'm not like the like the, most people, a lot of people, you know, they have like their their uh, favorites and stuff, but me. Personally, I like IHOP, so, like, that's, like, my go-to place. (laughs) I like pancakes, you know, burgers, fries, like, the the typical stuff. But my favorite, I probably – I could choose IHOP any day over anything. I like pancakes. Uh Yeah, I like IHOP. I like pancakes. Hey,
1: so uh shout out because uh, you know for you know how our interviews go. We you know, thanks, shout out to our viewers, shout out to your John thing for uh, hanging out. What do he say? My man got wheels. So I know you couldn't get them wheels from eating them pancakes uh, from our house. So well. No,
0: I will
2: be, be trying to take care of my, my, my diet when I when I'm uh when I'm you know training in, in full effect, but you know, when I'm home, I just kinda to take it easy. I just eat what I want sometimes.
1: All right, all right, I can dig it, I can dig it, I can dig it. So, well, you know, we since we talking about your home, you know, so let's talk about your childhood because everyone's childhood is interesting. So, you know, what was your childhood uh, football moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, how long have you been playing football? Because, you know, it had to be, um, you had to have some moment before you was like, you know what, I like this football thing. So, when did you start, you know, or even did you play youth sports?
2: Ah, oh, that's, that's funny. I didn't play youth football. I didn't start playing football until my sophomore year of high school. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't play youth football because our religion, I, I grew up as a Pentecostal, so we couldn't really play like on like Friday nights and Saturdays because that's, that's when, you know, Pop 1 and A, you play their football games. So we couldn't play. And then when I uh, when I got to high school, you know, high school, they play their games on like Fridays or you know, Thursdays. So it was like that was an opportunity for me to, you know, play, but um, I got into football because, you know, first, I used to watch Michael Vick. He was with the Atlanta Falcons. And I just one day, I just watched him. He was playing the Rams, and I was just like, I wanted to be like him. And then, uh, you know, growing up, my cousin, my older cousin, he used to, you know, come over and just, you know, throw the ball with me back and forth. And he used to, you know, pump me up and, you know, just tell everybody in the neighborhood like my family, you know, this dude got an army. I gotta come watch him. So, you know, I just took that kind of motivated me, and then when tryouts came, I went and tried out. And then from there, you know, my sophomore, junior, senior year high school, that's like how my football career started. That's when I that's when I really got into it. And then I, f- I think I realized, like, I loved it, like, after, like, my senior year of high school because, you know, each year, it was a building year for me just learning the, the position and learning how to uh, be a quarterback and get better each year. So, you know, there's been a lot of growth since sophomore year to senior year. And then when I realized I was getting recruited by, you know, these big schools and stuff, that's when I really, you know, took it serious and realized like I have a, uh, I have a talent in football. So after my senior high school, going to college, that's when I realized, you know, I really want to do this. That's what I want to do. Wow. Man, that's yeah.
1: impressive because, you know, unlike a lot of other uh, athletes, you know, we've interviewed, you know, they they have an extensive time playing these sports. Yeah. So, you know, like, and you, you know, you never played that. So how did you stay above the cuss? Because you know, a lot of these kids playing you sports, you know, they're getting trainers, they're you know, they're putting in a lot of work. So, you know, by you starting off actually in high school, you I- know, so how did, you know, how did that uh how you stay, you know, how do you stay with the uh you know, with the rest of the team, you know, with the rest of the athletes?
2: Um, so for one, always, always like growing up, always wanted to be like the fastest person in like on my in my uh, class and, like, my greed and all that. So I always just naturally fast. I always just try to be, like, the fastest person. And then um, I just wanted to throw the football. I like throwing the football. So growing up, I used to throw the football. My brother was back and forth. I always just liked throwing it. And then, you know, those, like, going into high school, that's all you need, really. You just got to be athletic. And if as a quarterback, I, I could throw far. All The biggest mm-hmm. thing for me going into uh, high school is just, you know, getting the mechanics down of quarterback. And the way I trained uh, to get, like, my mechanics cleaned up, I didn't really have a trainer. I didn't – well, I can say I didn't have a trainer. I didn't have a trainer, period, or, like, I didn't have any type of coaching. What it did was wow. I used to watch YouTube videos. Uh, it's this It's this thing called Quarterback and Quarterback Factory. I used to just watch those videos daily. And after, like, my lifting, I used to just go out and, you know, perform those drills and stuff. I just did that day in day out for you know each each summer going into uh, football season, and then you know when you do something so much, you see results. So I just did it day in day out, and that's just that's just what I wanted to do. So over time, you know, I seen a change in my uh, my mechanics and the way I throw and stuff, and then I just took that on to the next level, and I just you know continue to do that day in day out since it you know it got me to uh, certain uh, places.
1: Wow, you just. Blew my mind. So, you became a quarterback pro style quarterback by watching YouTube? Yep, man, I can't even change my oil by watching YouTube.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a big big help for me. Yep, that's all YouTube videos.
1: You know, what my son he would love to talk to you right now because I tell myself, like, there's no YouTube watching, you got to read from
2: a book, so you just really just. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, that's that's what it was for me. YouTube, just watched it day in, day out. And I, you know, I used to save the videos and I have it on this flash drive. Cause certain videos I used to uh I used to keep, I had them on this flash drive. Cause I went off to college, I didn't know if I was gonna be able to, you know, have access or if I was gonna have like the right the coach that I went to college with, he was gonna teach me the right stuff. So I had everything on a flash drive just in case I ever had to bring it up, like hey, here's this drill, this will help us do this.
1: Man, that's impressive. So, you know, like with this, like I don't even know how to like I don't know how to continue the interview. Like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you're the smartest guy in the room. You just learn from watching YouTube. So
2: that's what you, you when you really commit to something, you, you really love something, you want to you know succeed in things, that's what I did because my mom, we couldn't afford to, you know, get trainers and stuff. Wow. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, my mom, she didn't have a car. So like, I couldn't get to these camps and stuff like that. And it's just like, if I wanted that bad, I just figured it out. I just like, okay, YouTube. Cause when you go to these camps and stuff, they teach you stuff. They teach you on YouTube, except they just take your money for it. So I just, you know, watch these videos, see what they do and try to perform it. And then when you get it, you know, just perform it at a, uh, at a high level. So that's what I did. And I did that for like three, four years. And then when I really kind of, you know, I'd adjust to position, knew what I was doing. but you know, i take it to the next level. I'd be able to teach other people that, you know, post on social media and stuff. And then, they, you know, people ask me for advice. So that's what I, that's how I, you know, that's how I got it. Wow.
1: <laughs> like, man, that's, that's very impressive right there. I mean, so, you know, um, at what point did you get high, you know, like you, you said that a lot of, you know, you started seeing college recruits. You know, so mm-hmm. – at what point did you get that? You know, you know, what point of your high school career did you get that?
2: It was my senior year because my uh my sophomore year we were terrible. Our school was like you know the worst in the county, so it was always you know one <laughs> nine, I went ten. But um my se- my sophomore year we went one and nine, junior year we went four and six, and then that senior year we went undefeated, and wow, um, we had went undefeated. And I had I won like all player. Player of the Year, Player of the uh, Baltimore Metropolitan Area. I won like uh, Howard County Player. I won like all these Player of the Year awards. So then, um, you know, like a lot of people around the area knew who I was and just heard my name. And um, like before the season, uh, before the season ended, I had talked to Syracuse, Maryland, Buffalo. Those like the three big schools that I talked to. But um, I couldn't. I I, I had to end up going to junior college because. I didn't have good grades, so I ended up going to Lackawanna Junior College. And then from there, you know, I got my, my grades together and I ended up going to UConn. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah.
2: So,
1: you know, that's impressive. So, you know, you you got a very interesting, you know, uh, story on how you became a quarterback, on and, you know, and just got into football all in
2: itself. So what mm-hmm. made you become a quarterback? I told you, I watched Michael Vick. I just wanted to be like him. When I see <laughs> him, the way he used to, you know, just make people miss and then like the crowd scream his name and like how much they loved him. I just like I want that feeling. I just like I just told myself like I wanna I wanna be like him because he just you know he used to make people miss, he has speed, and when he threw the ball, it's just like it's just like you know how the reporters, you know, just brag about the way he flicked his wrist and everything. It's just like I wanted that. I just wanted that feeling, so it's just like I wanna be like him. And then from there on, that's just I'm like, this is the position I want to play. I want to be a quarterback. I want to be a drop back, run the ball, throw the ball on the run and do everything he doing. And I just told myself from there on, I'm, I'm going to be a quarterback. Nice. Nice. So like cause on on a uh, clip, you know, the intro,
1: you hit somebody like, un, 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 with a, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. un, 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 you hit them like that. Like, where you get these moves from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like that ain't just no regular move like you, you hitting with the razzle dazzle thank you and man you can't get me right you know
2: what i'm saying when, when, you, like, when you play well, uh when you play not to get touched then that's what gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> on side, I'm, on the I'm only six foot uh like 200 pounds so when everybody over in the game you know 300 pounds coming after you like you're running to not get touched because you know you get touched it's over for you when you like so I just, I just tell myself I'm not going to get touched. If I get touched, then I ain't doing it right. So I just tell myself, you know, give it all you got when I run. Try not to, don't get touched. So that's the mindset I have when I be, when I be running the ball. That's a good point, you know. And like a lot, you
1: know, right now with the NFL, you know, like there's a lot of run running quarterbacks, and Lamar Jackson, you know, right now he's having trouble with the league because it looked like people found it, figured him out, but he's mm-hmm. taking a lot of hits, and but he's not heavy in stature, so. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, you know, you being a quarterback and, you know, like how do you protect yourself from not being hit? And, you know, what is your, you know, what is your take on
2: quarterbacks that take hits? Um, I mean, you know, I don't I don't think a quarterback should take a lot of hits because, you know, over time, you know, you feel them and then, you know, it can mess you up. You'd be able to miss a, miss a couple games. But I think for us quarterbacks that, you know, athletic that can move around, for one, we like running the ball. So it's like you give us a chance <laughs> to run the ball We're trying to score, make somebody miss. But um, you know, there's different styles. You know, Kyle Murray slides and protects himself. And then you got Lamar Jackson who's like, you know, he don't care if you get hit. He trying to put his body in line to win. And I feel like I'm that way, but I'm a little smarter because I'm not gonna take a hit, but I'm not gonna slide because I I never knew how to slide. I'm type <laughs> I'm gonna try to outrun you and if I don't, I'm getting to the sideline as close as possible and getting out of bounds. Or if I get hit, I'm gonna try to protect my body. and throw my back at you first, but um, I'm not taking on unnecessary I'm not going to put my shoulder down because I'm 200 pounds soaking wet. So it's like <laughs> realistically, I'm not going. I'm not going to try to be no big dog or nothing like that. So I'm, I'm gonna play smart, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to make you miss if I can. Right. See, that's the thing. You're playing smart. Like you know your strengths. So uh, man, you know, talking about
1: you know knowing your strengths, and uh, you actually had the chance to uh, make to UConn. What was your most memorable moment there?
2: Um, from a football perspective, let's see. It was, uh... No, nah, hold
1: on. Wait, wait. You got to separate the two now. What was the other one? We want the other one.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's just, you know, I met some good people up there. So, my boy TJ, I met him up there. And I remember the way, like, we met each other, how we, how we met each other was crazy. It was crazy. He, like, he's like, one of my best friends now. But, mm. um, the way I met him, that's probably one of the probably one of the best things that happened. Me meeting him, it was a it was a crazy moment because I came in just fresh off the plane, got there unpacked, and then went to go throw. And like if you've seen him, he was a walking receiver, so like he didn't look like nobody. So I'm in the indoor facility throwing the ball. And he, you know, just sitting on the side, just I thought it was the regular person. He over there watching me and stuff. So after I got finished throwing, you know, he came up to me. He was like, yeah, I like the way you throw Da, da, da. I'm thinking he's like a fan or something. <laughs> yeah, I like the way we're the world. Can I get your number? And we can chat more. And then he introduced so himself. i like, yeah, I'm TJ. I'm a walk-on wide receiver. And I just started laughing because it's like, this dude, a walk-on wide receiver, you're supposed to be throwing with me. He over here just watching me. And We, <laughs> we got real close. But um, from a football perspective, I think my best memory was my, the first year I got there, 2017, uh, the Cincinnati game, the last game of the season. Mm. um we was we was in the game it was like 21 to 7 and then the last two minutes uh drove us down the field scored a touchdown then we had another minute left it was 14 uh, i think 20 14 21 i drove us down in two minute drill scored a touchdown and uh it was the last three seconds of the game i threw a touchdown rolled out to the right threw a touchdown but we ended up losing the game because our kicker oh. missed the field goal so we lost 2120. he missed the field goal but I think that was the game where, like, you know, my confidence really got hot, I really built my confidence. And it's just, like, I was just looking forward to my senior year after that game because, you know, junior year was, like, had some ups and downs. But after that senior year, I mean, after that last game of the season, I, I drove my team down the field, you know, the hot out, ESPN reporters, everybody was just talking to me, you know, telling me how uh, good I did. I guess, you know, I just had a little confidence to me. And I just, from that day on, it was just, like, All right, I'm I'm ready to do this. He's so
1: smooth. He was like, I got my confidence up. So you got your swagger back, huh? You know what I'm saying? So you, so you (laughs) was up.
2: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay.
1: Facts, facts. So you know, so what was you know what what what's your playlist? I want to know what's your playlist. You know what I'm saying? What songs (laughs) you listen to? You know what I'm saying to get you know to get ready for these games to get you know to
2: get your swagger going. Like, what's in your play? What's in your tunes? I listen to West Coast music, so I like I like YG. That's like my number one artist. I listen to all YG from his My Crazy Life album to his Stay Dangerous album. Um, I listen to Lil Durk and G Herbo. Those are three. Those are like the three main artists I just listen to. Lil Durk, G Herbo, and YG. That's what I listen to all day, every day, nonstop. Man, Bro, what's like, what's, what y'all listen to? Because I know y'all from like the south. Hey, I'm from
1: New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm from the south. You know, I'm from so the New Orleans. You're like, so I, you you're
2: know, like you'd be a young boy.
1: Facts, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? All cash money, young money, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, well, how you skip from the East Coast way to the West Coast? Where the partners at? Like, they can't be all cool with that.
2: Yeah, I just like how I, I don't know. I went to uh, I went out to California. I went to Arizona. I went to Arizona in what, like 2016? And for our bowl game in junior college, went out to Arizona and we stayed in this hotel with the other team is playing against and had met these dudes we were just hanging out and he just put some music on. Cause you know, in Arizona it's like West Coast, all they listen to is West Coast music. So right. he just put some music on and I'm just like, this music tough. And then he had a little dance <laughs> to it. And I was just like, I like this music. And then from there on, it's just like I just I just like West Coast music. I just like that like that that flow, the beats, the way they uh, play their music. So ever since then I just like West Coast music it is.
1: All right, because I'm gonna tell you one thing, like, you know, I when I went to Grambling, I met a lot of West Coast cats. And to me, these cats thought they were pimps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
2: you th- <laughs> are you trying to say you're pimp, sir? I ain't no pimp, but they definitely got a swag to them.
1: Yep. Facts, facts, facts. So uh man, you know, so you know, getting just you know getting down to things, but uh you know you had a very interesting background coming from Maryland, you've had the opportunity to play for UConn, you know, so um what was your college experience like?
2: It was a it was a fun it was a fun experience. It was a good four years. You know, I got a taste of you know junior college and division one football, and you know, it's a big difference. Because you know, junior college is you basically getting on your own. Everything is like you got to make a way. Whereas you know, when you make it to Division One, they give you everything. You got all these luxury uh, uh, things that are given to you, and that's like you know, a lot of people don't they don't value that. Kind of realize that because you know, from junior college, you know, you you walk, We had to walk a mile to practice. We had to stay in dorms where it was 120 football players in this one dorm. There's four people to a yep. dorm. We uh, we barely had uh, meals. So you only get, what, like $120 for your uh, semester meal. So you run out of that. It's like you got to figure out what you're going to eat until the next semester. It's just a lot of things, you know, you, you appreciate when you go to Division One. So when I got to Division yep. One, you know, it's just – all this stuff is handed to us. You get this stuff on a daily, you get this, get that, get fit, get treated, get uh basically like they take care of you. And I got to Yukon, you know, I realized a lot of players we've been there for all four years. It's like imagine my like junior college dudes is here. These people, they would they would die for this stuff. And it's just like people at UConn, it's like, eh, they take for granted. Practice another day. It's like they don't give that all in practice stuff like that. And it's just like the mindset coming from a junior college to Division One, like, makes you, I guess you could say, hungrier. So I just feel like I was – I had a good opportunity of being able to, you know, get a taste for both because who knows how my college career would have ended up if I, you know, had went to a four-year school right off the bat rather than junior college. I think everything happened for a reason. So I feel like there's a reason why I went to junior college first so I can, you know, get to Division One and, you know, get a feel for both and, you know, take me to where I am today. Wow, glory. Man, you know, that's cool because, you know, one thing, uh, especially
1: now, you know, there's a lot of comparison with PWIs and, uh, you know, HBCUs. So, you know, as far as with recruitment, you know what I'm saying, and enough TV time. So do you think that plays, you know, the
2: TV time, what do you think plays a role into the NFL recruitment? I, I really think it's, you know, the money situation. TV time plays a big part because you know, everybody playing football cause the goal they want to play in the NFL. That's the goal. And to get to the NFL, you gotta have the exposure. You gotta be in front of everybody's eyes so they, you know everybody can see what you can do. And I think these, you know, P.W.I. schools have all this money where they can afford to, you know, put us on TV every week, ESPN every week. We can get our audiences uh, packed and everything like that. Whereas, you know, HBCU schools, you know, they're not they're not really funded and they're not they don't have you know the money to, you know, support them as much. So I think, I think that's that's one of the biggest the biggest uh, things that go into, you know, picking as an athlete, as a recruit, going from HBCU or PWI because, you know, in the the past, you know, all you hear about HBCUs is, oh, they don't have money. They're not going to get you to the NFL, da, da, da. Whereas these big schools, you know, like Clemson, UConn, LSU, all these schools, you know, they just send the players to the league left and right because they got all this money on tv every week and it was like that's those the schools you hear about day in and day out so that's what wow
1: wow man that's a good you know that's a good point you know that's a good you know that's a good fact you know uh, because definitely in sports you know we want to see what's the reason why you know you know um black kids you know black athletes or just athletes from you know um urban areas why do they choose to, you know these pwi schools so that's a good point man that's a uh, that's a good thing I was in a bank, so my first time, like I was playing uh, in Seattle. We played, uh, we had, we played for the city. We played for the Seattle Seahawks. So I had this girl. She asked this girl. I forgot who she. She asked me for my autograph, and I tell you, I felt like Toomchia Lee. I felt like Lil Wayne. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, look, what you what you You all saying? you go, little girl, you
0: know. So,
1: how was it when you fought? Like when someone asked for your autograph, or you know, someone was like, "Wow, you know, you're the quarterback of UConn." You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you have your big star the moment?
2: Um, I still, I still feel like you know, I be having like, I feel like a star moment because like, uh, you know, my first time. Ever was probably when I got to UConn. When I first got to UConn, uh, the uh, the acad- not the academic, the uh, athletic director, like he welcomed me to the campus. When I got off the plane, I go drove to the campus, got to the football facility. The, uh, when I got to the building, the front lady at the front desk told him, "Hey, David Pindell's here." So I guess he rushed from his office. He came in. He shook my hand, met me. He was like, "David, it's a pleasure to meet you." Da da, da. We we looking forward to have you here. Just he just talked to me. We sat down, we had lunch, and then from that day on, you know, when we had the you know, player days and stuff, all the fans when we have uh, you know fan day, they just all want to come sign, uh, come talk to me, come get me to sign that jersey, take pictures with me. They just, just I just was in shock. It's like wow, I'm like a I'm like a little star over here for them. And then you know to this day, you know when I when I walk around, when I work out and stuff you know people they uh they just they come talk to me and stuff oh you are you dating the a quarterback and like yeah and i just be like back in my mind it's like dang i just i feel like you know a little i feel like a little a little star when they come up to me cuz like wow these people actually know me out here like around in the area and stuff and it's like they just i had i still have those little moments to this day so nice. it's, it's a good feeling but it's also humbling cuz you can lose it all just like that
1: Yes, and that's one thing that's what keeps you humble. Uh, shout out to you, CJ, shout out to your sis Marie, uh, for hanging out with us. But, uh, you know, that's the thing, like, you know, you can't get it so fast, and people that you know, um, that got it so quickly they lose it and they really don't cherish it. So, you know, you had the opportunity to work with Des Bryant, like, you know, what was that like?
2: Oh, that was cool, that's uh, that's my boy. I, uh, so the way we met each other, we met, um, we met over social media at first. And then we had met down in Miami, but um, I had met him because I watched his workout videos. You know how he posts, you know, him running routes all the time. And I post all my throwing videos all the time. So I was watching, I watched his videos all the time. And it was one day he was catching some passes. Somebody just throwing him bad passes, just horrible <laughs> passes. And he had still posted it on his page. So I, 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 I commented on his page. I'm like, if you ever need a quarterback, you know, just hit me up. So he, he, he texts me. And we had linked back in uh, I think it was like over the uh over like January, I think it was January twenty nineteen, that's when I was in Miami. We uh we went to, I was in Miami, he was down there training and stuff. So I had met him down there, we talked and everything. We didn't get to work out down there. So this past uh this past uh, spring, same thing. I had I had DM'd him. I'm like, hey, if you ever need a quarterback, just let me know. They're like, bro, you gotta come to Dallas, you gotta come down here for a weekend. I'm like with COVID and everything, they not letting nobody on the planes. So, you know, we just kept relationship, kept talking and stuff, checking on each other. And then he had a workout for the Ravens in August. And I had told him, I was like, I'm, uh, I'm down the street from the facility. So when you get here, if you want to throw, just let me know. So he had called me. He's like, yeah, let's get some work in. Let's, let's uh, throw for a little bit. I'm like, All right, cool. So we got the workout for about an hour, hour and a half. And yeah, he, he looked good. He was moving well, catching everything. He, he just looked like he's ready. So now, you know, all that work paid off. He, he's on the Ravens, and he got activated this past week. So hopefully he scores first touchdown on Sunday versus Patriots.
1: So the max is up, A.B., you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes,
2: sir. Yep.
1: Yes, sir. So, you know, everyone knows about uh about Dez Bryant and his social media, you know, uh campaign towards he can try and get back in, you know, in the NFL. But you had a similar campaign. Mm-hmm. So what – You know, what made, you know what I'm saying, like, what gave you the idea to do that? To start your social media campaign to, you know, get back in the NFL where you can, you know, start posting
2: your throws like that, you know, in hopes to get picked up by a team? I think it's because, you know, social media plays a big role nowadays in society, and social media is a big platform for, you know, everybody to, you know, get exposure and put things out there, so... I just feel like, you know, with the platform I have and the amount of people that know me and the stuff I've been doing, I just was like, you know what? The opportunities that I was presented with came from me, you know, posting on social media. So I just feel like, you know, if I could just keep doing this, just keep doing it, keep pushing it out there, getting across as many eyes as I can, you know, an opportunity to come around because the way I signed with uh, my first agent was through social media, him seeing my video. The way I signed with uh, Montreal and the CFL, I was doing social media on my uh, my videos. The way I met the new agent that I signed with now, he seen my videos on social media, and then the way I just signed with the Lions is because they had seen my videos on social media. So I just feel like you know Des Bryant, same way with him. You know, just posting videos consistently day in and day out, just showing what you can do. Eventually, something's gonna happen. You're gonna get the results you want. So that's that's what I've been doing. If you keep doing it, you know, somebody eventually you're gonna get what you want. So that's how I, wow. that, that was my mindset.
1: Hey, buddy, I got to clap that up for you, man. I got to clap this up for you. That's some good stuff uh, because, yeah, you know, that, that's some real good stuff, you know, because one thing, um, a lot of people that fail greatness is consistency, you know, and that's what you said. So you're very consistent. So, uh, you know, shout out to you on that. You know, so – What's some of your dance celebrations out there? You know, do you have a, a celebration out there in the East Coast? Like, how, you know, when you score this touchdown, you throw this long touchdown, what you do? Or you just play it cool, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in the South, we pop our collar. You
2: know, I, th- I think I'm probably the driest quarterback when it comes to touchdown celebrations because I try to I try to play it cool. So when I score, I try to act like I've been there before. So I don't really have a celebration or nothing. I just go, you know, dap my player up and that's that. Get back to the side. <laughs> I was just talking about you that. Know, <laughs> this is a past, past weekend. I was saying, you know, I got to come up with a celebration, <laughs> a celebration. Yeah. Yes. Dance.
1: <laughs> yes. And, hey, you know what? So we actually have one because uh, Sports Talk with Friends, you know, we got uh, this uh, dance celebration coming, you know, this dance challenge. And it's been yeah. one that's taken over the NFL. Oh, so let's yeah. check this out. He calls that dance the gritty you got the old the gritty dance going on <laughs> this is how you want the
0: gritty it was done <laughs>
2: created by a friend in New Orleans as well of our own Snapchat. and the next day with the shoe. Everybody just started doing the dance. That's weird. It was called the grill, ah. It no, ah. it's culture. It's all about the culture.
1: Yeah, he must grams with it. You know
2: what I'm saying? Yeah. You got somebody yeah. grandma in there doing no that. No one's going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> having that then- Justin, <laughs> Justin is so, started. We'll just yeah, you know what so I'm saying? Like, like hey. do against Texas. He was doing everything right. And ever since that, I knew every time just in
0: school, fans going to love it. It was on SEC Network, and then from now it blew up. And then I was going after every touchdown. Since day one, he's been like that. Now he done did the gritty. He got the whole league doing the gritty. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, 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 hey. So... Down here in the south, you know what I'm saying? We're doing a gritty, you know what I'm saying? So, gritty, you know, he's gonna be hanging out with us on November, uh, that Friday after Thanksgiving. So, we're gonna be doing the gritty dance Challenge. So, have you heard about that out there in the east coast?
2: Um, I just I'm just now hearing about it because it's famous in the league, everybody in the league doing it now. That's where I've seen it at, you know, Justin Jefferson. He started. Now you see every football player in the league doing it. I think it's like a I think it's like a southern thing, like a Louisiana thing. Cause you know Justin Jefferson started that. He went to LSU. And it's just it just seemed like everybody in the South, they that's their dance now. So it just it must it's new to me. It's, it's fire. <laughs> everybody like it. So, I, so hey, what I, I, do it, but I like watching everybody else do it.
1: So you know what that means. <laughs> we got to see the video. Cause it's sports talk with friends, we're gonna be doing a dance challenge and we're gonna have uh, gritty on air with us, so you know, we won't see David Pendel doing the gritty. You know what I'm saying? We won't see it. We won't see Y'all
2: want to see me do that? <laughs> dude, fact, I fact. That, I, that. I
1: can't do it either, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna South. try. To know to <laughs> and I went to Grammy, and all we did, you know, we danced, oh, yes. we danced in a bank. exactly. Yeah. So Hey, let you know I just coasted on my uh, scholarship. Luckily, I got out of there when I did. But, hey, we're going to be trying to dance challenge. I'm going to be doing Uncle Leroy, you know what I'm saying, some kind of way. If we get David to do it, it's going to be a miracle. Hey,
2: you but, know, it's be a miracle, you know. You never know what happens.
1: <laughs> just like that. But whatever it is, we want to see. You got to be – you got to get you a – Touchdown celebration. Talking about I'm that, on it. I'm
2: telling you, we going. To, I'm going to surprise them. We're going to surprise the world when you see me celebrate. We want to see it and like so. Tell the
1: world you just got signed with the Arena League. So uh, you know, shout out to you for getting us, you know getting signed with the Columbus Lions. You know, definitely want to clap that up for you. You know, what I'm saying like, thank you. thank you. That was a big thing. So uh, you know, tell us about that experience and you know, how did you get? You know, how did you work towards that?
2: But like I said, it's just been. Posted my videos on, you know, all my, my social medias, my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram, and it's just getting it across as many eyes as possible. So day in, day out, every day I work out, I try to record all my workouts just for the fact that so I can critique myself and watch my watch myself, but also post it on there for a lot of reasons. For one, you know, the people that follow me, they like watching me throw. And, you know, a lot of kids ask me questions about my and stuff, and I try to respond to as many messages as possible. Um also the fact that, you know, and reach out to other receivers I can work out with because you know they they see a quarterback that can, you know, throw and stuff like that, they won't work with that. So I was able to, you know, reach a lot of people like like Diz, A B, um, a couple of college receivers that's getting ready for draft and stuff like that. So it's just been able to I've been able to, you know, get the attention of people like that. And then from a recruiting standpoint, it's just I've been able to, you know, sign agents because of my film, my throwing workouts, uh, get opportunity, you know, CFL, uh, NFL. I was, I was about to go to workouts with the XFL before COVID happened. And then, you know, coaches from the arena league and uh, general managers, they, uh, they, they follow me, they watch me, they watch my workouts. So just posting on social media has been, it's been a big help and it's been benefiting in a lot of ways for me and I just, that's how it's been helping me. So from there, that's, that's the reason I do it. That's that's what I get out of it. Wow. Wow. Yes, sir.
1: Man, that's some good stuff. Like, uh, you know, shout out to you on your career. And uh, so you know, I gotta ask before I you know, before I turn these uh questions over to you know to my business partner right there, to Coach Lee. Yeah, do you got a deep ball? And um, who and which quarterback is it like in the NFL? I'm
2: working on my deep ball, but you know. When I when I get a clean pocket, when I'm comfortable, I throw a nice deep ball. You know, I try to mimic my game after Aaron Rodgers. That's what I've been watching ever since I really started, you know, progressing as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback right now. So I try to, you know, watch a lot of his mechanics, watch a lot of his workouts and film on him. And I try to, you know, just also incorporate my own thing because at the end of the day i got to be myself. So All that's how right. I try to, you know, compare myself if I had to put somebody in the NFL. That's what I compare my game to. But – Working on my deep ball. It's gonna be really good this upcoming season. Just watch. Hey,
1: we watching. We want that? We want the deep. We looking for the deep ball, and we looking for that da- touchdown celebration. Oh, but yes. uh, <laughs> Coach Lee, before we get up out of here, you got any questions?
0: I sure do. So you had me earlier that you didn't start playing to with uh, your high school.
2: Yeah, sophomore year high
0: school. Yeah. Well, essentially, your body is, from a football perspective, is fresh. Do you think that? into your ability to, to get noticed, to get opportunities, guys, grab somebody. Because, you know, like myself, by the time I got to college, my body was getting shots. So, do you think that plays an advantage for you?
2: Um, I mean, I think it plays an advantage that I've been, you know, been able to be healthy because, uh, luckily, I haven't, you know, I've never been, you know, injured or broke a bone or anything like that. And hopefully, I'm not jinxing, jinxing myself, but. <laughs> I've never, you know, been injured or a broken bone or anything. So I think that plays a role. I've been able to stay healthy and, you know, just day in and day out, just taking care of my body in the ways that work best for me. So as long as, you know, stay healthy and, you know, you you sustain your muscles and, you know, just take care of your body, um, I think that plays a role on me being able to, you know, still play. Okay. Okay. So you say
0: you – Taught yourself how to play the position um, via YouTube. So, what were some of your challenges initially? You know, not having coming up through Palmers Junior High and so on, and then just thrown into the general on the field. You're the leader. You're the team. So, how did that play for you? What were some of your challenges?
2: Some of the challenges. Uh, it's been a, it's been quite a few challenges because you know coming in to play quarterback, which is you new know, to the main role, the field general of the uh, football huddle, you know, you just coming into you get basically you have to assume that leader position. And I'm a quiet dude, so throughout high school, I always been told, you know, you gotta be loud, you gotta be loud, you gotta do this, do that. You know, you gotta be loud, you gotta be talking. you gotta you know, project your voice, so you know people can know you're a quarterback. And then, um, over time, you know, I had to you know get get that confidence to him because. When you're new to it, you don't know how to position this go. I mean, position is played, and you don't have success. I'm just like, do I really suck at this? Am I going to give up? Am I going to keep doing this? And, you know, it's been a learning experience, which has uh, been helpful for me because, you know, all these things that all these challenges I had to face, I feel like they helped me in the long run, like to this day now, because me being quiet and getting told, you know, you got to speak up and stuff has been helping me and I've been able you know, project my voice more and be more vocal. And then, you know, just having a little confidence to me, that's uh I'm not gonna say I'm cocky or nothing, but you know, I have a confidence in myself where like I know my abilities, I know where I'm at. So those uh those challenges, I feel like they were challenges, but they also, you know, helped me in the long run. And um, you know, when I got to Yukon, I, I got benched. But, oh. you know, that was a learning experience for me because I was able to sit back and just, you know, watch the guy in front of me, watch the older guy play, learn from him. And it taught me, you know, it, it allowed me to, you know, see who I really am because a lot of people, you know, you get benched and get your spot taken. It's like, you know, they go transfer, you know, they quit or they just give up. But for me, it was like a learning experience. It was a way for me to, you know, sit back, learn from him, get get better, learn learn what I got to do And when I get another opportunity uh, you know take advantage of it and that's what happened uh the end of my junior year once I got benched I was able to get my opportunity getting that Cincinnati, in that Cincinnati game which uh allowed me to you know throw that throw that uh game, that game touchdown and you know I had that confidence going to my senior year but um I think that was another challenge just uh you know facing adversity you know it helps you yeah. it helps in the long run so there was a couple there was a lot of challenges I faced. Throughout the whole career, as a whole, but I think it all, you know, helped me in the long run. If I can, if I had to say one thing, I think it all helped me in the long run.
0: Okay. Wow. So, speaking speaking of adversity, you know, definitely seem like you've had some obstacles that you overcome, and that's what we like to talk about here. Is you know, we can talk about, you know, how you know, how you feel when you threw this touchdown pass, or how you feel when you um, make this run. We want to see the behind the scenes stuff, the stuff that what drives an individual. To be All successful. Right. It definitely sounds like and I used a testament to it earlier, your JUCO experience. You know, people who haven't now I haven't been with personally, but I play with a lot of guys that went through it and the stories are the same ones like you tell. To where it's like eight hundred people trying to make the team and you got guys even in the middle of the night. So it's not for the faint of heart. So how much of a role do you get? JUCO experience plays in you being able to to stay motivated and drive yourself.
2: It played a big part because junior college, junior college, just teaches you that you know when you don't have everything, you know, do you, are you just going to give up? Are you going to keep pushing, or or what 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 what, uh, what decisions are you going to make? Because at junior college, we didn't we didn't have anything. You know, we had to buy our pads and stuff. We had to walk to practice. Wow. We had to basically make sure we had our own meals. Because these are all the things, you know, when you go to Division One, you're giving this stuff on a daily. They give this stuff to you. They make sure you're good. It's just because since you don't have to worry about that, but a junior college, you know, teach you basically be on your own and make sure, you know, you're keeping up with yourself. And that carried over for me when I got to UConn because, you know, I always made sure, even though, you know, they they gave us pads, they gave us food and stuff, I just made sure whenever I got, you know, food or whenever I got, uh, you know, tutors and things like that, the stuff that we didn't get at junior college, you know, I took full advantage of him, and it just it just helped me, you know, to where I am today. It just helped me as a whole.
0: Okay. Last question. So, you said a quarterback currently, mechanics. but you also spoke to earlier that the reason why you got in the football, in the position that you're in, is watching Mike Vick. Yeah. What
2: part of the game would you say that you have? You said what part of the game do I have? Mike Vick's game. Uh, obviously the running part. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody first thing that, that stands out to people when they watch my film is me running. And when I when I went to when I signed with the uh, Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, and when I went to Minnesota, they they switched my position to you know receiver, running back, and punt return because first thing they that stood out to them when they watched my film was you know me running and you know making people miss. So I think. The thing me and Mike Vick have in common. I think if anybody just compares the first thing that stand out is just, you know, me running the ball because how fast okay. I am and then you know making people miss. But a lot of people sleep with my arm. I feel like my arm is my mm-hmm. best attribute. So, you know, I just I'm looking at that. the accuracy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Not sure. everybody can throw that deep out, man. And you, you was putting it on the money.
2: But exactly. I wish they got those big
0: hands. though.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, shout out to you. uh, shout out to you, Jonathan, baby. So, hey, yeah, you know, we're gonna end with this. So, that's uh, Jonathan, he's our gaming uh manager with Sports Talk with Friends. Are you team Xbox or are you team PlayStation? Are you team read a book? Like, uh, you know, what I'm saying which one are you?
2: Uh, I don't play video games like that, but I do have a PlayStation. I watch my YouTube and my Netflix on PlayStation, PS4. <laughs>
0: Most you just
2: say you right? you just say you use your
0: PlayStation? <laughs> yes, sir. We're
1: going to take a lot of slack in our group for that. Like <laughs> He's team Xbox. So, yes. <laughs> so, man, we definitely appreciate you for hanging out with us, man. But before we let you go, we definitely got to ask. You got any shout outs?
2: Um... Shout out to y'all for allowing me to have this opportunity and doing put me on the show once again. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been supporting me, everybody who's been you know following my career. 2021 is going to be a good year, so just keep watching, follow me, and just keep looking out. We got some good stuff coming. Hey,
1: just like that, man. I like that. You know what I'm saying? One thing, whoever, like, everyone watch our show uh, interviews, they know we interview winners. So definitely receive that. Uh, You know, so how can people find you? You know, we we know your name. We know, we know we got a little bit of your story, but how can we find you? How can the fans keep up with you? Because Sports Talk with Friends, we're powered by fans. So how can our
2: fans, you know, link up with you? Uh, You can follow me on all social medias Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's just my name, David Pendel. Underscore, uh, Snapchat. If anybody used that, it's just D Pendel. And yeah, I'm on all social medias. If you message me, I'll try to try my best to respond. I try to respond to as many people as possible. So just hit me up. Got any questions or you want to throw, want to do interviews, questions or whatever? Just hit me up on there. And I'll try to get back to you. Man, shout out
1: to you, bro. Because you're definitely a people's person, man. You know, you gotta give you shout out to them, man. Bro. God, Yo, give bro, you up, man. Devil. For
2: real,
0: Appreciate
1: you know, because. Uh, you know, like I say, you know, a lot of people, because, hey, when I had that, when that little girl asked for my autograph in Seattle, huh, you couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm man. saying? <laughs> so shout out to you, brother for being genuine and you know, hanging out with us. But uh, hey, man, this is dude Uncle Roy. Don't send a Roy without the junior. And we got our dude, David Pendell. We about to get up out of here. But before we go, Coach Lee, any shout out?
0: Hey, David, appreciate you joining us here tonight, man. We have just as much fun during these interviews you all do. You have any door Doors always open. We appreciate your time tonight.
2: I appreciate you for having me once again. Thank
1: you. No problem. Till next time, this is Dude, Uncle Leroy. Catch us next Friday. We got Delvin Bro, former New Orleans Saints uh, cornerback. Till next time. Wah!